Welcome to the Broadcast Storm, episode number 113, overview of stateful switchover and nonstop forwarding. Everybody, this is Kevin Wallace, and in this episode of the Broadcast Storm, we want to take a look at a couple of features available on some of our higher-end Cisco routers that can give us higher availability. For example, consider a router that contains two route processors. Let's call them RP1 and RP2. And RP2 is going to kick in in case RP1 goes away. It's great to have redundancy, but there's an issue. And the issue is if we do lose RP1 and we fell over to the second wrap processor, then we could drop neighborships that we have established with neighboring routers, maybe via OSPF or EIGRP. Those neighborships are torn down. They have to be reestablished. That's going to create delay. And we want to switch over faster than that. Well, the great news is we can use a feature in some of those routers called Stateful Switchover, and that's abbreviated SSO. And Stateful Switchover is going to cause RP1 to continually be sending configuration information and state information, including the state of having a neighborship up. We're going to send that configuration and state information continually down to the backup route processor. So if the primary route processor does go down, then RP2, our backup route processor, it's able to maintain those neighborships. But there's a secondary issue beyond that. It's great that we didn't lose our neighborships when RP1 went down, but RP2 is starting with a blank slate. It doesn't have information in its IP routing table. It doesn't know how to route routes. So what's it going to do? Well, it could drop packets until it rebuilds its IP routing table, and we'd like to avoid that. And to help avoid that, we can use a second feature called nonstop forwarding, abbreviated NSF. And nonstop forwarding is going to allow the router to maintain the routing information that RP1 had, because RP1 is going to be using Ceph, Cisco Express forwarding, where we have a FIB, a forwarding information base, that is essentially our IP routing table in memory. We're going to maintain that in memory, in the router's memory, even if the route processor goes down. And for a time, RP2 can rely on that Ceph IP routing table. So it doesn't have to start with no IP routing knowledge. It can use that Ceph information temporarily until it has time to build up its own IP routing table. And that's a look at one way we can provide high availability in some of our routers using both stateful switchover and nonstop forwarding. And this content, by the way, comes from the new Encore exam blueprint. That's going to be the probably the first exam you take as part of your CCMP Enterprise certification. But if you're going after your CCNA certification, I've got a free mini course for you. And to sign up, all you need to do is go to kwtrain.com, that's K-W-T-R-A-I-N.com, slash CCNA hyphen mini. Again, that's kwtrain.com slash CCNA hyphen mini. And I'll leave a link for that in the show notes as well. But if you go sign up for that CCNA mini course, you're immediately going to get one free training video. And then over the next few days, you're going to receive a few subsequent training videos. And one of the goals of that mini course is to help you determine, is the CCNA certification right for you or not? Does that information resonate with you or not? So again, go check that out at kwtrain.com slash ccna hyphen mini. And I look forward to spending time with you again on the next episode of The Broadcast Storm. Broadcast Storm.